Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. Thank God that he still has a purpose for your life. Every time we take that deep breath, we understand that God is yet in control and he's blessed us with another day. So this is the day that the Lord hath made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We ought to taste and see that the Lord is good and God has been so good to us. And in spite of uh, COVID-19 and all the different variants and sub-variants of uh, Omicron and and uh, even through times of war, God is still good and he's right there with us. And so we ought to be grateful today and thank the Lord for everything that he does. Our hearts are with uh, the people in uh, Ukraine as they continue to battle the Russians on their homeland. Uh, we pray for the Ukrainians and continue to lift them up and Father, continue to bless them to help them fight this war. Thank you for the the, the nations that are coming online with them and God that you would give them the perfect weapons to take down those aircraft and to win this war and to banish the Russians from their land forever. Lord, we give you praise and thank you for that. And so we continue to pray for Ukraine. We continue to lift them up and uh, let's watch God work through the Ukrainians. Um, it's, uh, it's unfortunate but when you got a devil on the earth, he's always using mankind to do his dirty deeds. The Bible says that the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and to destroy. So it is pretty clear who this is. This is the devil. This is what he does. This is how he does it. He comes in to steal. He comes in to kill. And he comes in to destroy. That's, that's what he is. That's who he is. And so anyway, today, I want to continue to talk to you about the renewal of your mind process. And just to review a little bit, when you get born again, um, you get born again, um, there's something that you have to do. Now, the Bible says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. And so kind of like a baby, you know, a baby is born and it desires to be fed. And so... Typically, the doctors will hand the baby to the mother and the mother will um, breastfeed the baby. Or in some cases, you know, they use bottles and, and will feed the baby a formula like Infamil or Similac or something like that. But anyway, these formulas contain nutrients uh, for babies that age that, that are going to be good for them. And so when God is saying desire to sincere milk of the word, you know, at this point, when you first get saved, you don't know anything. You know, you know of things, but you really don't know anything. And so your journey begins. And now you, as a child of God, you begin to run this race, so to speak. And so it's important for you that um, that you have a mind change. You have to have a your whole mindset will change. You know, when you get born again and you begin to study the word of God, you will have a mind change. Uh, you will shift on a lot, of a lot of issues because you will think about it like God thinks about it. You know, when you're a sinner, you don't think sin is wrong. You think sin is fun, right? That's right. What you, were, you were enjoying what you were doing until it started demanding wages from you because the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. 
and you decided that you needed to turn to the Lord, and that's good. But that, but the part that's important here, you know, is that you get your mind renewed so you don't think like that anymore. Because you know, you you thought, you know, these kind of thoughts that um, uh, just really really bad thoughts, you know, and really evil thoughts. And so though that's the way you thought when you were out there. You know, some of you all uh, fornicating, committing adultery. So you thought, I, I'm going to steal this man's wife or I'm going to take this uh, woman's husband and, and, and things like that. And, and, and just, uh, you know, for you, if you could steal, that was okay. You know, if you could um, commit fornication, that, that's okay. If you want to uh, get drunk all the time, that's fine. I mean, that's how you felt because you didn't really have a moral compass for sin. I mean, yeah, you had, you were conscious of certain things that you probably didn't do, but that's only because you didn't want to go to jail. I know, I get it, right? But now what God wants to do is he wants you to renew your mind so that you can begin to think like God, think the thoughts of the Lord, you know, because if you thinking like God thinks, then you're going to think faith thoughts, right? And the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So the thing is, in God's mind, we call those things that be not as though they are. So, yeah, it looked like you're losing or it may look like you're defeated. But the truth is you're winning. The truth is you have victory. Because God said so. And you can't learn that unless you're in the word of God talking about the promises of God and the things that God will do. You know, as a child of God, what are you entitled to? Because when you're saved, that's a covenant with God that you have. Your covenant is that the Lord Jesus Christ died for you. And right. And he rose from the dead. And the Bible says he had power. He had all power in his hands, the keys to death and hell. And so he, in his covenant. Jesus promises to keep us, you know, he promises to be there for us. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. There are some foundational truths in the word of God that, I mean, that cannot be broken. And, and, and one of those is he promised never to leave us nor forsake us. Jesus took our place on that cross. He died for us so that we wouldn't have to be punished. He reunited us with God. He restored us back to God. Adam, um, his problem was he allowed Satan. He allowed Satan through uh, his wife to trick him, and thus um, we fell. You know, and we were separated from God. But when Jesus came, and He died for us, and He rose from the dead, uh, He restored us back to God. And so now we can have a relationship with God. And the promises of God are available to us, and the promises of God are yea and amen. And so he wants to teach us how to live on this earth in his kingdom. You know, and so as children of God, things are different. You know, you just don't lay down and let life beat you up. You speak, you talk, you take authority, because you'll learn that you don't have to take stuff from the devil. That yes, the devil is out there. Yes, he will come against you, 
But the Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So you have to start studying and meditating the word of God. So you get you a scripture and this is the easiest way to do it. I don't want to tell you about it and not tell you how to do it. All right. So let's say that Psalms 23 um, is something that you want to really learn about. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. So you begin in 23rd Psalms reading that. And then you try to find out the context for the scriptures. You know, what was going on in the life of David when he wrote that? What was he thinking about? You know, and so what you do is you take and you meditate that scripture and you ask God to reveal to you what the author was thinking about. What was he thinking about? What was important to him at the time? Was he in battle? Um, where was he at? Was he, uh, was he praying? Was he somewhere, um, you know, listening to the voice of the Lord? What was David doing when he wrote those Psalms? And then you think about, okay, so what does that mean to me? How does that apply to me? Practical application. You definitely want to know how does that apply? You know, why is that important to me? How can that help me today when that thing was written thousands of years, thousands of years ago? So how can that help me today? And you figure out the context. And so as you're studying the word of God and you're starting to understand truths about the scripture, the things begin to change your mind. You know, it helps to regulate your mind. Now you're starting to put on the mind of Christ because you're starting to think like God. You're starting to feel about things that God, you're starting to feel about things the way that God does. You know, you're starting to hate sin and you don't like the ideal that when you sin, it's hard to look at you in the mirror, you know, because you're ashamed. You don't want to sin. You, you don't want to do those things to hurt God. And as you're learning about God and building that relationship with him, you know, that's what's important, you know, and as you're doing that, you're learning that, you know what, that you can pray, that you yourself, you can go to God at any time, you know, in times of trouble, you can go straight to God. You don't need a priest. You don't need anybody to go for you. You can go for yourself, you know, and so when you have trouble, you can come to the throne of grace, the throne of mercy in the time of need, and you can ask God for yourself. And you can speak the situation and cause those situations to change. You know, sometimes we're going to go through things and we have to, we do have to go through them, right? But we don't have to come out the other end uh, smelling like smoke, smelling like we've been through the fire. Yeah, we have been through the fire, but instead of it destroying us, it refined us. It made us better. So, yeah. We're going to go through things. We're going to go through situations. We're going to go through circumstances. But the important thing is to know that God is right there with you. He said he would never leave you nor forsake you. So you want to meditate that word, get that word on the inside, and then you can go back to Romans 12 and 1 where he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. He says, be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and that perfect and that acceptable will of God. And so in order to do that, you're going to have to get in the word and you got to study about God, study about who he is and his character. You know, you really want to know because how can you say God is good when you don't even know that? I mean, you know what people say, 
you know of, but when you get in the Word of God, you begin to read just how good God is, and then you can start thinking back on your life saying, oh my goodness, He is good. You know, you can see that God always wanted us to prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. And so God desires that all men would be saved. That's His desire. And so we as people of God, we need to uh, we need to understand that. So we need to meditate the word, get the word on the inside of us. That's important. You know, it's funny. Um, when it comes to the word of God, it almost seems like when you start studying, the sleep monster is right there. It's like a sleep demon that tries to put you to sleep. You know, when you decide to study the word of God, especially, you know, in the evening time, when you're tired, you're taking a bath or a shower, and now you're trying to study. Sometimes that doesn't work out well. Uh, that's because it's just, you know, it's out of your normal rhythm. And so anyway, uh, you just have to understand that when you're doing this, that the devil is going to be there trying to fight you on every hand, trying to stop you. He understands that if you begin to know the word of God and speak the word of God, then the Bible says that, um, that his word will go forth and accomplish that which he pleased. And it will not return unto him void. So that's the promise that you have from God. And you want to know the promises of God. You want to know what they are. And so, brothers and sisters, um, let me say this. If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, um, now is the time. Here's the deal. Do you know if you're saved? If you die today, would you go to heaven? Do you know? If you don't know, then I can tell you right now you're not saved because once you get saved, you know, it's not, you know, one of those things where you're guessing. I don't know if I am or not. When you get saved, you know, you're saved. And that's the beautiful thing about salvation. You know that you're saved. You know, God has forgiven you. You know that you're OK with God. And so that's important. And brothers and sisters, think about it. You know, why would you want to why would you want to bet your eternal salvation on a question? I mean, if you're not saved, then it's time to stop pretending. It's time to stop doing church until you do God. If you're doing church thinking a church can save you, you're sadly mistaken. Church can't save you. And, you know, you're only one heartbeat away from eternity your heart stops today and they can't revive you you're in eternity and at that point what you've done on the earth is all you got that's going to speak for you and if you've never accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior then you're totally lost eternally lost forever and so why would you take that chance so here's what i'm going to tell you if you don't know for sure that you're a child of god and maybe you're saying, well, Brother Leonard, I'm a Catholic. Brother Leonard, I'm a Baptist. I was baptized when I was 12. Yeah, but that's not accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's not having a relationship with God. Okay. So what? You got baptized when you were 12. You went down a dry devil and came up a wet devil. The change, Salvation is about a change in the heart. It's about a change. It's an inward change. It's nothing to do with the exterior. You still look the same. <laughs> You're still the same person. So 
Say this prayer with me. If you're not sure or if you want to receive Christ right now, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. Say, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. And Lord Jesus, right now, I receive you. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And according to your word, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're now a child of God. So it's time for you to find a good Bible-believing church. Get you a good Bible and start studying about the God that you received in your life. And, um, man, I'm excited about that. So, uh, at this time, tell somebody today that you're saved, that you've accepted Christ, that you're a Christian. Uh, always confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead. And that's how you got saved. This is Brother Leonard. Until next time, y'all have a blessed and a wonderful day. God bless you. Pray for you. Pray for Ukraine. All right. Bye bye.